It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for change makers. The organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world while simultaneously caring for their people. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. P-Link Leadership believes in a world where positive leadership is the norm and individuals and the organizations they power are a force for positive change in the world. And now as your host, I'm Alexis Robin, COO and co-founder of P-Link Leadership. I'm here to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Hi there, and happy December. Today on The Bright Side, we'll be talking about what to do if you work with someone that you don't like. Um, I'm sure it's happened to you. It certainly happened to me in the past where I'm working with uh, people in my office that I'm not a huge fan of, that I don't agree with, um, sometimes people who you just downright can't stand being around, but you perhaps like your job and aren't going to leave because there's someone you don't like that's there. So what do you do if you're working with someone that you don't like? The first thing that I would suggest is to get curious. What don't you know about this person? Uh, What might be going on for them that might be triggering their reactive behavior, their, um, the way that they operate? Um, What is it that you could find out that they need? What do they want? Um, What are they worried about? A lot of times when we find that out about somebody, we can interpret their behaviors with a more generous assumption, um, with more compassion than when we don't know. And so um, getting curious and understanding um, what it is that uh, is going on with them and who they are as people can be really helpful. Sometimes as well, um, I worked with somebody once who had a colleague they really didn't like. And then once they started getting to know them, they found out that they had this whole other um, passion for donating their time and, and giving back to causes that they cared about outside of work. And it really changed my client's perception of the person. And so oftentimes if we get to know somebody who is out of, um, outside of work, uh, we can see another side to them that we like more. And so that's, um, so that's something. The other thing is too, is if you only know somebody virtually or via email and you've never met them in person, you don't know anything about them, you've never seen their face, it's much easier to dislike somebody who you've not associated a a face with than somebody who you actually have associated a face with. So um, if it's someone who you've only talked to on the phone or only emailed, maybe reach out and try and set up a a video conference or something so you could actually see them. Or the next time you're at their office, see if you can connect with them and and meet them face-to-face. It really shifts things. Uh, the second thing is if you work with somebody you really don't like is to set good boundaries. What's okay and what's not okay? What will you stand for and what will you not stand for? Um, if you're working with somebody who's constantly taking credit for something you worked on, um, think about how you want to set that boundary and what's going to be okay with you about how you share and then share that with them explicitly. Uh, If it's not okay for somebody to continue to come back late from a lunch break so that you're always late for your lunch break, let them know, um, I'm happy to go second to lunch as long as you're here on time so that we can switch. If not, why don't you go second? And that way it doesn't affect my lunch break. So get clear about what's okay and what's not okay for boundaries and and what you're willing to put up with. Um, The third thing that I would suggest doing 
if you're working with somebody who you're not a fan of or you don't agree with is notice how the person's behavior is violating your values or triggering you and your emotional response. Now, most of the time when we're running into people that we don't like, we are getting triggered by something. It's either a values conflict, perhaps you're somebody who really values kindness and generosity to other humans, and it's somebody who is very harsh and direct in their communication, and so that violates your kindness value or your love value. It might be somebody, maybe you have, um, you're very uh, high, you have a high value in fairness, and this person is really not that concerned about fairness, that they're willing to, um, you know, give some people things and other people not. And, um, and so for them, it's just not that important, but for you, it really is. And so when you see it happening and you perceive it as being unfair, you really get triggered and you really get upset. So you want to be thinking about how can, um, how can you notice, like, what are those values that I have that are really important to me, but that this person is, um, triggering and uh, this emotional response, like what is it about their behavior that triggers this emotional response. Notice if you're feeling your blood boil, you're feeling like you're clenching your teeth when they come around, you're just like, mm, you just can't stand being around them. Um, notice the story you're telling yourself about what they're doing. Every time something happens, we put it through a filter based on our life experiences, our beliefs, our thoughts, what we're paying attention to, and then we get our version of what reality is. And so you want to be thinking about um, what's the story I'm telling myself? If I'm telling myself this person's lazy and they never do their fair share of work, am I telling myself uh, this person doesn't care about other people? Get really familiar with the story that you tell and that will help you understand why it's triggering you and giving you a, negatively, a negative emotional response. Um, that's data. That's good information. As Susan David talks about in her book, Emotional Agility, that our emotions are um, they're not directions, they're data. And so we want to just notice like, hmm, that's an interesting set of data. And um, what do I want to do with that? So explore the story you're creating, explore your own values and try to figure out and pinpoint what are the values that this person um, is violating or, or what are they, how do they see the world differently from me that makes it hard for me to be around them? Um, what is it? And try and get clear on that because that's really going to be telling and understanding that can help create a little bit of breathing space for you and possibly uh, turn down that uh, the volatility of those emotional responses. So that's number three. And then number four is if you're working with somebody um, that really you uh, you don't like working with, ask for what you want versus what you don't want. So it'll be very easy to criticize them and to go to them and say like, you know, you're horrible at this and I, I want you to do this differently and, you know, stop coming late to work and stop, you know, taking credit for things in meetings. Um, it's really easy when we're emotionally triggered by somebody in the workplace to be, um, to blame them, to lash out, to, um, tell them everything they're doing wrong, but you'll get a much better response and actually potential improvement in the situation. If you are able to, um, 
ask for what you want versus what you don't want. So if somebody's showing up late, like I'd really appreciate it if you could be on time and here's why. Um, or it would make me feel really good if you could um, share that we both came up with this idea in a meeting. Um, and that way we share not only the success, if it's successful, but we'll also share the failure if it doesn't work out. So um, being able to give clear, explicit directions and ask for what you want is helpful because it helps the other person know what they can do to operate in a different way. So now if they, if you ask for that and they blow you off and they don't care, then um, going back to number two, setting good boundaries will be important. What's okay with me? What's not okay with me? So, um, so those are just a few tips for you to be thinking about and navigating working with somebody who's difficult or who you don't like. Um, spend some time reflecting on these ideas and enacting them and um, notice how your relationship and just how your experience at work changes. It's not about changing the other person. It's about improving your experience um, with the other person since you can't get rid of them or make them go away and you don't want to go away uh, from your job. Then you, you have a choice to make it better or, or to just exist with it as it is. So this has been Alexis Robin with P-Link Leadership on the Bright Side today. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful week, and um, hopefully all your colleagues are awesome. But if they're not, use these tips or share them with a friend uh, who may be going through the same thing. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week, same time, same place.